Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Coaches. It's myself, Tim College, and joined today again by Dave Menzano. Um, today we get into all things sleep-related. Don't turn off. I know that you're here for nutrition information, training information, and all that good stuff. But sleep impacts performance and fat loss and everything we can think of that uh, can be improved by nutrition and by fitness can uh, often be impacted by sleep, guys. So please take everything on board today that has um, to do with sleep as, as seriously as you do the nutrition information and the fitness information that we give you because it is very valuable. Uh, it's a topic that Dave's passionate about. I learned some stuff about it. It's not something I've looked into half as much as I have nutrition and fitness, of course. But um, but it's um, a, a very valuable tool to help improve performance and fat loss and health in general. So we get into it today, guys. Um, if you've got any questions, get them into me either here on the Anchor app or on our socials at uh, Tim College Fitness on Instagram, Dave Menzano on uh, Instagram, myself and Dave are both on uh, on on Facebook on the same under the same names, guys. So please do get in touch with any questions. Any guests, anything uh, you think that we could uh, delve into in these podcasts, guys. Enjoy today's episode. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of myself, Dave, uh, myself and Dave Manzano, Coffee's, uh, Coffee with Coaches. How are you doing, Dave? Morning, Tim. Fantastic. Thank you. Nice one, mate. Yeah. I was surfing all right. Good swell yesterday. Yeah, you know, decent two to four feet. So East <clears throat> one, Coast, yeah? East Coast. Uh, I've never been that far north, actually. It was uh, normally where we go here. It's a place called uh, Scarborough, Gateson Bay. Yeah. I don't know if you know. But uh, the yeah. swell, it wasn't that, uh, that good day, so we went a bit further up. So a uh, place called Saltburn, by close to Newcastle. Yeah, is it busy? Oh man, it was like 300 people in the water. It's, was there really? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good spot actually. But uh, I'll tell you what, I mean, we left Nottingham with the 23 degrees. It was like 13 there. <laughs> it's really? like a huge difference. Yeah. What are you surfing, just a hot top or a full suit? Uh, at the moment, you, you still need uh, a 5'3", a full wetsuit and boots. And really? I also had gloves, but you know, a, a lot of locals don't have boots or gloves anymore. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're used to it, yeah. I mean, being from the Mediterranean, I still need the, <laughs> yeah, the, exactly, the full, yeah. Uh, full gear, yeah. Nice, nice. Good day, though. You had a lot of time in the water. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm destroyed Be- today. Literally. Yeah, I bet. About yeah. two and a half hours, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice. All right, well, that's um, enough surf chat. But people know that we do other stuff other than train. It's nice for people to hear yeah, that we're not just uh, gym monkeys. Absolutely. Um, yes, mate. So today we're going over sleep. Is that right? Yeah, you know what? It's, I think this is a good one. It's something that has interested me for such a long time. Yeah. And um, I think very, very important. Uh, I think that overall people do understand that, you know, sleep is important. But I think because of time constraints, uh, you know, uh, staying up, watching TV, sometimes it's yeah. difficult because people know that it is important to sleep. But let's say if you've been all day at work and you put the kids to bed, whatever, you know, you have some dinner... And it's already like eight, nine o'clock. Yeah. And let's say you gotta wake up at six. It's difficult to go straight to, to bed because you get yeah. unwind. And so it's, it's something that even if you want to, even if you know it's important, it's not always hard to, uh, easy to, to, to do, should we say, to get your, 
your eight hours or so. But I'll, and that's one thing I want to see. Uh, I want to talk about uh, to begin with. It's, it's possibly one of well, this. Actually, just on that note, there, you obviously speaking to you reminds me of when I lived back by you guys, and um, one of the one of the worst times I ever had sleep wise was. I used to, um, I spent a bit of time training at Mellish up at the rugby club there, not far from you guys. Yeah. And um, training was, I think, seven till nine. It might have even gone on till like half nine some nights, you know. Mm-hmm. And and after that, I'd, 10 o'clock, I would be buzzing until yeah. midnight at least. Like, yeah. I couldn't stop. Should we pick that up uh, later on? And when we talk about... Yeah, yeah. yeah could, got... could, let's bring that point back out later because I think we, we're going to talk about that, yeah? Okay, cool. Nice one. So I think that, uh, first of all, why don't we start by talking about a little bit more about sleep, the duration, and, and what sleep is in terms of like the different stages of, uh, of sleep. Yeah. Okay. So normal sleep patterns repeat on a 24-hour basis, right? In which one-third of your 24 hours, so eight hours, should be devoted to sleep. Now... The sleep requirements, should we say, do change uh, as, you know, uh, as you're born, you need to sleep a lot, a lot longer. You know, children need to sleep at least, you know, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Uh, you know, up until a certain age, up until, you know, at least, you know, at least five, six, seven years old. And adults do require between seven to nine hours. As we get older, however, the quality of our sleep starts to decrease. It's not that we need less. But as we all, as we age in general, we, we tend to sleep a little bit less in terms of in terms of quality. And I also seen that women require less sleep than men, which right. is actually interesting. Possibly, you know, because you know they give birth, they they anthropological. Uh, they to, yeah. yeah, you know, because I, I think that you know my my wife when when the kids were little, she you know definitely <laughs> slept less than me. And yeah. she, I think that you know, I'm not saying that she wasn't tired. She was, but. I don't think I could have coped with that little <laughs> sleep. You know, it would yeah. have destroyed me. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and that's one thing. When when the kids were little, you know, I was happy because they were born and everything. But I was tired, man. <laughs> it's like sometimes yeah, like people at the gym saying, you know, how the kids? Yeah, good, but I'm tired. <laughs> it's like you know, you should be happy. <laughs> and it's like I am, but I'm just like knackered. <laughs> but anyway, um, okay. So sleep. Uh, this should we say? There's two types of sleep. You got REM rapid eye movement and non-REM, non-rapid eye movement. So uh, basically, the different phases are that in, during the, uh, the um, rapid eye movement, that is when we consolidate our memory. So I actually measure my sleep every night and I've got yeah. this up. That, yeah, uh, that, I've tried it before. Yeah, I've, got, I've tried similar ones before. I, I use what it, what it's called, and we're not sponsored. I wish we were, but by um, yeah. Aura Aura Ring, oh, and yeah. it's, it's it's a finished product. My my wife bought it for me last Christmas, not this Christmas, the one before, as a as a gift when it came out, and it's amazing, really. I think it's really incredible. A U R A. Yeah, like an Aura. O O O U R A. Yeah. O U R A. Okay. And basically, um, you know, if you would have asked me. Before I had this app, how many hours do you sleep per night? I would have said to you, oh, you know, I sleep eight hours because I go, I go to bed, let's say, at 10 and wake up at six. And yeah. since I've had this app, Tim, eight hours in bed doesn't mean you sleep in eight. No. What are you getting? Okay. Five? So, 
Okay, last night was was pretty good for me. Uh, you know, I was really tired from surfing, so um, I was in bed for eight hours four minutes, in which I slept six hours forty nine. Okay. Okay. So for me, that was pretty good. That hour ten, I was awake. I wasn't awake downstairs having a cup of tea or going to to the bathroom because because you go in and out of sleep. And we're gonna talk about the cycles today. But basically, in those in those uh, six forty forty nine minutes, I actually slept. I, my REM was 58 minutes, which is 40%, 14%. My deep sleep was one hour 10, which is 17%. And my, uh, and my light sleep was an hour 14. Because okay. you get, you get in and out, right? So you didn't consciously wake up at any of those no, points? No, 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 no. I, no, no. I can remember if I, if I, if I, if I dreamt a little bit more, uh, I, I think more or less, you know, in the morning when you, when you wake up, if you slept well or not, but that just reinforces. And basically the way that I use these, these trackers is how can I, what can I do during the day to help improve my sleep, which mm. we'll, we'll, we'll get to. Anyway, so basically, so the REM uh, is, uh, basically when, when the eyes are moving rapidly. And so that is, uh, like I said, is, is the part of the sleep where you consolidate your memory. So like now I, that, that I'm finishing off my, my uni, I had a, you know, exam the other day. It was very important for me to, to get a good quality sleep because I have better memory. If I have a talk or whatever, an exam, and I've not got enough REM, your memory is, is not going to be, you know, you're not going to be a sharp. Eh? I, okay. yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely notice that. Right. So if somebody's studying or has a big proposal coming yeah, up, that's what they want to focus sleep on. Sleep is yeah? important. Yeah. But also it consolidates your memory on that day. So if you learn something today, for example, if you're not sleeping well, you're not going to form the, those mm. memories, should we say. Right. So there's no point in having a day full of study and then going out on a bender. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, could argue that. So anyway, it should make up between, five to 50% and that would, will depend, right? So that is the part, like I said, you, you form a memory, you become creative. It has all of these very, very uh, important aspects. Okay. On average account, however, between 20 to 25%, which is an hour and a half to two hours. So I said to you, I got about 50 something minutes. So I, I felt a little bit short. Mm. Okay. But it wasn't bad, but I, you know, it would have been better if it would have been a little bit longer. And that can also decrease as we age, right? Now, um, it is, you know, it is regulated, however, by your circadian rhythm, and it, it is affected by stress, caffeine, alcohol, so all of these things. So if you, Tim, and, and I definitely know since tracking these, um, my sleep, if I've been really busy at work, and I've been, you know, sh you know, running around the whole day like a hellish chicken, and I'm trying to do multiple things, and then I get home at eight o'clock p.m. I, you know, you can't just switch off. So that you, you may, you said before when you know some of the worst sleeps you had is when you used to train late at night. Yeah. Guys, if you, and I know that sometimes you get a fit, you work out in whenever, but if you have to wake up early in the morning and you're training for whatever reason late at night, you probably don't want to do anything that's going to be too hard and intense. Now, if you did a yoga. You had a steam, a swim. You might, mm. you could argue that it could actually help you sleep. Yeah, cardio is nice. I find like a light cardio session. Light nice. cardio. Anything that's going to be, you know, because what we said, exercise is good, but what is it, Tim? Ultimately, it, it, it's, a it's a stress, yeah. right? It's stress, a stimulus. Yeah. So if you're doing like a rugby game, like you said, or you, if you're doing like a body pump or a hard spin session where you got pumping music, whatever, the lights on, all of those, okay, you're yeah. stimulating, you're giving endorphins. You can't yeah. expect to go 
No, don't get me wrong. There's always people that can, okay, but vast majority of people, they can't. And I'm the same. So if I, I don't really like to work out at night for that reason, because then I'm pumping with, with cortisol, and as we will talk later, cortisol will suppress melatonin. Okay. Suppresses melatonin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll talk about that in a, in a moment. But so basically you want to do relaxing activities. So if you've been really busy throughout the day, you can't just switch off like that. It's very, very important to unwind. So do like some breathing, but we'll talk about strategies later, you know, later on. So like I said, you know, sleep, it is affected by stress, alcohol, stimulants. And, um, staying with the REM for another, another moment. So, Typically, um, like I normally can see, uh, you know, I wake up and I can remember that I've been dreaming because normally you dream during the la- the later stages of your of your sleep, and instead, like the deep sleep, tends to be sooner sooner. So if you go to bed late, you could argue that for a lot of people, you might not be able to get into deep sleep at all. It's all gonna okay. be like light and 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 some REM. Uh, last night, actually, maybe you don't know, because it was, uh, I don't know, because I was really tired. Actually, I dreamt at the beginning and then at the end. So my REM was, you know, was Either side. At, at the beginning and at the end and not in the yeah. middle, which, you know, so a little bit unusual. So it always tends to be at the end. So as, you know, with, with sleep, you go through different, um, like I said, you go through the different stages. So the... The stages will, will, will vary a little bit with the, you know, in duration. They can last, you know, 15, you know, to 20 minutes, uh, 15, yeah, five, 15, 20 minutes. And you gotta circle through different stages before you, you, you get, you, you know, you get to a certain stage. Okay. So for example, stage one, your eyes are closed, but you are easily awakened. So that's like a, like a light sleep. And that will yep. last between five to 10 minutes. In fact, like on my tracker here, it'll tell me my, it'll give me my latency. It always tells me every night. And I'm pretty good at falling asleep quite, quite, you know, quite rapidly, but it's not a good indication either to fall asleep right away. If you fall asleep, not. like, no, it means that you're probably too tired. Okay. So, yeah, it should take you, it should take you a, f- a few minutes really. So, for example, well, my latency CDSA was, was five minutes, but the recommendation would be between 15 to 20 minutes. So you have a bit of time, you know, just to relax a bit. Then the light sleep starts to occur in which in that phase, so that's the second phase, your heart rate starts to drop, your body temperature starts to drop, which is very, very important. So, okay, because if it's too warm, it's very, very difficult to get to sleep. And you get into sleep. In the third stage, that is when sleep, uh, deep sleep uh, starts to occur, okay? And the deep sleep, team is very, very important, if not the most important, because that is when the body repairs, when you start to rebuild new tissue, so when the tissue grows. So even, you know, you know as, as a trainer, they will say, okay, you know, lift weights and sleep, because yeah. that is actually the true Recovery. anabolic state. Yeah, yeah exactly. No? So you're building muscle, you're building bones, and you strengthen the immune system. If you don't sleep, Tim, and we'll talk about disease uh, later on as well, you, your immune system is going to be compromised. It's a lack of sleep is a huge stress. Yeah, sure. It's a huge stress, right? Yeah. Okay. So as we age, uh, we sleep more lightly, uh, unfortunately, and, uh, and we get less, uh, less deep sleep. 
And I know it's especially true for me. If I'm stressed, whatever reason, my deep sleep goes. I don't drink alcohol much at all, as you know. I, you know, I like it, but it really affects my sleep. So if I have a couple of beers, I can say good, you know, goodbye to my, to my deep sleep for the night. Sleep, I can really yeah. tell yeah. I don't get any deep sleep. Anyway, so um, studies show that, uh, that, you know, that we still require deep sleep. Um, and even, you know, at all stages of life, even if, uh, as we age, and it normally makes between zero to 35%. So some nights, like, like I said, it, it, you can actually get close to zero, right? On average, it tends to be 15 to 20% of your night's sleep, which should be between hour to an hour or and a half. I think last night I said it was an hour 10, which I was pretty happy with that. Some yeah, nights it you know, can be like 10 to 20 minutes and I can tell, I, I, I feel absolutely destroyed the day, the day after. So then again, how to get good sleep. We said, you know, managing alcohol, I think is very, very critical. And if, in fact is, you know what is people say to me, oh, you know, but sleep makes me fall asleep. Uh, alcohol makes me fall asleep, sorry. It is true. Alcohol makes you fall asleep sooner, but it's been shown in studies that then you don't get quality sleep. It's more restless. It keeps yeah. your brain more awake. And there's, <coughs> and there's different reasons for that, right? Because it, it's a stimulant. Your body's going to detoxify. So he's got all of these things going on and it does wake you. So you, you probably don't realize uh, that, that you're awake, but you, you definitely don't get good quality sleep. Sure. So you know, keeping a good sleeping schedule. So going to bed and waking up at the same time, if possible, avoiding heavy meals, brush screen. Uh, so minimizing brush screen, which we'll talk about uh, later as well. Minimizing uh, what, mate? Say that again. Bright screen exposure. So blue lights. So like okay. iPad. Sc- a bright screen. Right. But yeah. yeah I, sure. I want to talk yeah. about that at the end when we, when we put some action points for people, right? Okay, cool. So anything like that, caffeine, alcohol, so sleep hygiene, uh, is really, really important to, to make sure that we can get uh, adequate uh, deep sleep. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like I said, then there's latency. So how fast we get to sleep. So normally uh, you want it to be between 15, uh, 15 to 20 minutes. If it's less than five, it could be a sign that you are just too tired and not sleeping enough. Yeah. So you're going to just literally putting your head on the pillow and falling straight to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I yeah. thought... That was, was a good thing, but actually, when I did a bit of, a bit of research, it shows there's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's the reason, right? So actually, um, and then when you're looking at a bit of history of how you know how much we used to sleep, like if you go back to 1910, we used to sleep on average nine to ten hours. 1960, the average was eight and a half hours. By 2002, it was seven or less, and now okay. it's six to seven percent. Uh, right. So six to seven hours. So hours six dropped hours, right down, yeah. Which is, uh, we're only, this is Western civilization, yeah? So United States, Europe. Um, 23%, 23.5% of the population sleeps only eight hours a night on average. Right? We can talk, we can talk about the reasons why um, at the end. But anyway, so... When you sleep, especially for, for guys who want to lift weights, you know, and girls as well, who, you know, build strength and you see some of that, it's very, very important. And growth hormone, so GH, which is the anabolic uh, anti-aging hormone, is secreted during sleep, right? We, we all heard about this, right? So like I said before, you need sleep to regenerate tissue, right? Yeah. Okay. 
so it stimulates tissues. It, it's uh, it's basically builds muscle, normalizes blood sugar levels, and some growth hormone is also produced during the day. And we talk about this also when we talked about fasting, like fasting can can stimulate growth hormone uh, as well. And by the way, however, to grow you need you need to eat, right? Because that that is one of misconceptions with fasting. I know we're not talking about that, but okay, yeah. you know, it stimulates growth hormone so you can build more muscle. Yeah, but you still need to eat, right? So you need to get calories in. But anyway, and sleep is the most powerful antioxidant. And I want to talk about the study in a minute. It's a very important antioxidant for the brain. So studies show that um, sleep deprivation can definitely increase the risk of many disease, especially like Alzheimer's. When we sleep, we produce the brain antioxidant, glutathione, okay? Which is very, very important to remove free radicals from, uh, from the brain, right? So chronic sleep deprivation accelerates, accelerates aging in the brain, okay? So chronic sleep deprivation uh, has been shown in animal studies to actually cause neurological damage, okay? Sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It is really, really important. Okay. Now, glutathione you can also get in some foods such as spinach, avocados, um, asparagus, and of course, you can you can supplement it. But it is known as the master antioxidant. Okay. So I, I looked at the study. Now I don't want to scare people, right? But I've got this book, and I've, I bought this book about ten years ago. And it's, it's called Lights Out. So, by the way, I've done you know research I've, I've used today, some books and some uh, and some PubMed articles but i don't want to scare people right but this is very very interesting team and when i read this study this stuck in my mind years ago okay so basically this uh, study was at john hopkins university and researchers injected mice with known carcinogens so like plastics and, and things that are known to cause tumors Car right? carcinogenic yeah yes 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 so basically they gave they gave the mice uh, short night sleep, and other mice they gave him long night sleeps. Okay, and then one by one they add carcinogens to the to the uh, to to the system. They injected them right all of them. Sure. Okay, so the short night the short night the short night mice sorry began developing tumors at such a rapid rate that the researchers couldn't tell which substance was responsible, okay? Instead, right. the long night mice, many, many carcinogens down the line, they could not get cancer, okay? Okay, cool. And so this is in mice, but that shows that basically, because they were sleeping, they were gaining all these antioxidants, yeah, they were managing to fight away. Fighting off the carcinogens. Yeah. Yes, like I said, guys, I don't want, I don't want to scare people, but it, there are there are obviously some good studies there. Also, and this is a lot more known, is the link with lack of sleep and and things like insulin resistance. So, if you you know we of, often talk about weight loss and what's the optimal way, trying to give people advice, you gotta sleep, guys. You gotta sleep. If you're not sleeping, sometimes Tim, because I know these things, and I feel start to you know to get you know I'm a little stressed, I get a little little flab around my waist. I don't. I look at my food, of course. I look at my exercise, but man, I'm looking at my sleep. And I could put you know for me, I know that if I don't sleep well, I'm a lot more predisposed to gain weight. Yeah. So for me, sometimes is is I could say to people, if you're not sleeping enough, and you're waking up at four thirty, five o'clock to go to the gym because then you're gonna. 
you know, you're not going to have time to exercise and that's going to eat into your sleep. I'm going to question it. I, I don't know. You probably, you could sleep is important. You probably best training. off getting a good night's sleep yeah. and, and not going to the gym that day. Do you know? Yeah, for it's, sure. It's a, it's a bit of a difficult one. You, you'd have yeah. to talk to people more in individual cases and, and find some ways to fit in the exercise during the day, even if it's like 15, 20 minutes, a little bit shorter later on. But guys, you know, you got to sleep. So sleep can affect blood sugar levels. Okay, so sleep controls blood sugar. For example, when we don't sleep enough, we have higher blood glucose levels okay 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 so what that means that if you sleep deprived for that day essentially because you've been on a night shift for whatever reason you know been waking up because more children whatever you know slept enough you are almost diabetic like for that for, 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 for the following day all right so lack of sleep can increase the risk of diabetes and uh, diabetes care actually say that uh, lower risk of diabetes are seen with seven to eight hours sleep. So that's the diabetes care association. Uh, also, other reasons that people don't get enough sleep might be because of sleep apnea, which the breathing stops and starts with the night. So then again, you're going to get a lot less quality sleep with that, unfortunately. Mm. Okay. And that is also more common with type 2 diabetes, uh, diabetics. And inadequate sleep... Um, it can also increase appetite, which is very, very important. And again, you see, so this is why, so if you've not slept enough, you have less insulin, should we say, uh, sensitivity. So you, when you eat those carbohydrates, you're most likely to store them as fat and less in the muscles, should we say. Yeah. And at the same time, you also you're have a, an increased appetite. And this is yeah. true. Yeah, I've got a study myself over there. I, I I was looking at recently, and it was um, the the other thing that comes into play is willpower dies yeah. down. Oh, as absolutely, you, it's like when you, you know. drink. It's like when you're drunk, you know, because you yeah. you almost feel the same, right? You your your inhibition, you know, you uh, you know, you'll say, okay, you know, I'll go for that. Uh, you know, you don't yeah. care as much, right? Ability to stick to a, yeah. a strict strict diet. But we don't so, have to tell. We don't have to size studies, team. Anybody that hasn't slept well, doesn't sleep well, they don't know. They don't know that they will, right? Okay then mm. it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's well known. So um, basically, a one mouse model showed a one night uh, sleep deprivation, should we say. So they kept the mice awake and uh, during the, uh, the, the usual sleeping time and I was associated with insulin resistance. Also, um, like I said before, in terms of disease, cortisol which regulates the immune system activity so for example the natural kill cells and uh, that fight that fight things like tumors when we have um because when we are uh when we are sleep deprived that will mess up with our cortisol levels okay so if you got then like raised cortisol because we've been under stress and the the, the cortisol will get disrupted the cortisol needs to be higher first thing in the morning when we wake up and we're ready to go and then it should be um, it should be lower in the uh, in the evening when you when you wake to bed so if you got that compromise cortisol rhythm that can be also associated with increased risk of of disease infections and things like that right so like i said so sleep can disrupt the normal and uh, normal cortisol rhythm yeah and people who awake during the night um, also have abnormal melatonin uh, levels as well okay which is a important antioxidant 
which can also prevent cell damage. Okay, okay so sure. me yeah, melatonin yeah. is known as, as a sleep hormone, right? Mm. You got anything on that, Tim? Or no, carry good, on? man. Yep. No, carry on as you are. Okay, so I, and, and I know it's difficult for people because some people, you know, work at police, work, for, you know, my neighbor's a firefighter, you know, they're going to work yeah. night, night, night shift. So it's a bit of a difficult one, right? But night shift workers produce less melatonin. Okay, so melatonin is a natural, uh, natural hormone which is made in a, a pineal gland in the brain. Which uh, so in the day in the daytime you barely produce any uh, any uh, any melatonin, but as the sun goes down, okay, then that is when we start to produce melatonin. So normally, let's make an example. If you stay away from the internet, from the iPhones and all the rest, and you and you go out camping, you spend the whole day outside in the sun. The sun goes down, should we say, like, you know, 7 p.m. You start to, you know, you start to yawn. You start to, you know, you start to feel tired. You, you, you'll, you'll have a barbecue. You'll, you'll uh, you know, you sit by the fire a little bit. Come 9, 10 o'clock, uh, Tim, you got to be, you got to yeah. be good for bed. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right? Okay. Yeah, sure. And that is because you've got the normal rhythm of cortisol, melatonin production, etc. But in contrast, if you stay up at night, for whatever reason, you're watching television, you're doing a body pump class at the gym, and all these things, what's going to happen is your cortisol will remain elevated. And as long as cortisol is remaining elevated, you're not producing any melatonin because they sit at each end of the log, of the spectrum. Yeah. If one is high, the other is going to be low. So in order to produce melatonin, your cortisol level starts to go down. Okay. Your body te temperature starts to, you know, starts to drop as well. So also like, that, that normal uh, exertion in um, um, the, the, the drop in temperature as well is very, very important. That's why you, you, your bedroom should be the coolest room of your house. Yeah, so, I like mine cold, yeah. Yeah, I mean, where you live, because it's, it's hot all year round, should we say. My you, AC you, is cranked yeah, in my you, bedroom. You know, exactly, yeah. Here, we don't really have AC in the UK, so uh, like this time of the year where it starts to be warmer, uh, you know, you want to keep your windows open during the day to make sure that... that the room is uh, remains cool because otherwise it's very very difficult to to fall asleep right and um so yeah so so melatonin all these things they, they, they're affected by lights light stimulation during the day so when the sun goes down the body produces melatonin and um and uh, normally if in, during the days you know for like 12 hours it is absent but, uh, you know, as I said, the, during the night, then is that when we start to, uh, to produce it. Some people can supplement it. And I know that uh, in Italy, where I'm from, you can buy in a pharmacy in, in America, for sure. Uh, in the UK, you can't. It's only by you prescription. You can't? No. Oh, okay. No, no. Mate, just carry on, carry on talking then. My cat's going to, uh, it's making a lot of noise and it's going to come up on the mic. So you, you just carry on, <laughs> okay, make, carry on, on that for a second okay. and I'll uh, yeah, be yeah. two minutes. Not even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, the, yeah, so people can supplement with melatonin. I mean, then again, we're not talking about any, any prescriptions or anything like that, but typically people will have between one to, to three milligrams and uh, that might help people actually fall asleep. And Sorry about that, mate. Did I miss okay, anything? Mate? Yeah, <laughs> no, so I'm just talking about melatonin. And um, when is it also a good time to, to fall asleep? to take melatonin so if you have sleep difficulties you might i've tried experimenting with melatonin i've taken like an hour before going to bed i don't really know if it made much of a difference i didn't have my overring at the time so uh, but you know i, I did, did fall asleep 
And also, melatonin can be found uh, in small amounts, but in foods such as uh, such as cherries. But in the UK, for example, that you can't buy melatonin unless you get a prescription. Uh, so I got it from a doctor, a friend of mine. Uh, you, you can go, if you go to a health food shop and you ask for, for melatonin, they're possibly going to direct you into tryptophan, which is a precursor. So yeah. it's an amino acid, which is found in things like um, in meats, in dairy, okay? And that will help you as a precursor for uh, to make melatonin. So a healthy diet is going to help improve sleep, is it? Yeah, Quite obviously, know, right? When I did my first PT course back in 2004 and we touched about nutrition, I remember still that they were talking about, you know, tryptophan and saying, no, not linked so much with, we weren't talking about sleep, but saying, oh, you know, for example, if you have a lot of turkey, then you feel tired and, and because of the, the tryptophan. It there might, might be a bit of truth of that. Maybe just eating a bigger meal in general is going to make it tired anyway. But yeah, but um, in, in foods, salmon, eggs, turkey, chicken, those, those are the types of foods. Um, now, I don't... I thought I think we talked about science quite a bit, so I think that maybe we can just get into the practicality practicalities of sleep a little bit more. What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I actually, um, I actually did when I was struggling with sleep a couple of years ago. Is I started um, I started supplementing magnesium, uh, mm. which is quite a go-to. It's a go-to supplement for improved sleep, right? And it actually did not help one bit. In fact, I think it made it worse. Um, and since learned that you can over if you've got enough magnesium in your diet, yeah. then over supplementation of some things can disrupt sleep, obviously. Yeah. We talked about, uh, you know, supplements last week, didn't we? So, you yeah. know, sometimes you gotta be a little bit, you know, careful, careful when you diet. Yeah. And also some people, um, some people can be hyper respondent or some people can have a missing word team, but basically you can have like the opposite effect. So I've seen, for instance, when people have taken adaptogenic herbs, we touched, them, we touched on those real quick last week, such as ashwagandha, rhodiola, basically adaptogenic herbs, they will serve you to help you balance your cortisol level. Like I said before, mm. if you're stressed, if you're not sleeping up, that can mess up with your normal cortisol rhythm. So cortisol should be uh, at its highest between six to eight o'clock in the morning. That's when you naturally should be waking up and, 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 you know, you sure. got the energy to go to work and do whatever you got to do. And then it should start to phase down during the day and it should be at its lowest at 2 AM when you should be in your deeper sleep. Right. Yeah. yeah now yeah, yeah. for people who are stressed for whatever reason, they might have a, a, a disruptive rhythm with that. So cortisol might be raised in the daytime. There might be, uh, so raised at, at, at night and low first thing in the morning. So that's why they're tired when they wake up, but then they, they have more energy at night, they can fall asleep or they wake up in the middle of the night. And those, those herbs will help you regulate the uh, balance of the system. But for some people, it can have an opposite effect. It can really spike the cortisol. So like with all of these things, you, you just have to see what yeah. type of, uh, you know, what type of person you are. But anyway, um, how can you improve sleep? So like I said before, you want to minimize blue light exposure. So blue light exposure, which means laptop, uh, any artificial lights, really iPads, iPhones, uh, you know, bright screens, those can disrupt your, your, your normal circadian rhythm. And how long before sleep uh, would you recommend that they, uh... you know, for practicalities, you would say people at least an hour, but at least the an longer, hour, yeah. The longer the better. Two hours yeah. would, would be even better. And now, what about I, a book? A book could be okay though. 
Oh, book would be great, uh, especially if you because of evolution. If you you know, obviously you're gonna need the lights, so uh, I'll I'll put the light low down, not high up, because yeah. it it tells you more that is the sun is down when yeah. when it's up, and also uh, I like like old fashioned Kindle that is that is not bright or, or yeah, like a backlight, a backlit. Yeah, just a soft you, light on it. Yeah. yeah. If you've got Looks one of those like one Kindles, then they might be a little bit strong. Alternatively, you could you could get these uh, these screens that uh, that that block the blue lights. I have been yeah. wearing blue light goggles for many, many years. They're like orange tinted glasses and oh, yeah. the blue lights. I've yeah. had them for years. I don't go anywhere without them. Even a night mode even a night mode on an iPhone yeah. is, is not yeah. bad actually. Yeah, yeah. I've had those goggles for, for years. I don't go anywhere. Without, I go out for four nights, uh, whatever, you know, sleeping out for one night. I go on holiday, I pack them, Tim, I pack them. Because I can't watch TV or anything like that so without them. I can, I, gonna be so in an evening, you just wear those, yeah? As soon as the sun goes down, yeah. Now in the UK, uh, eight o'clock, in the winter, six o'clock. Yeah. If I'm at work, Tim, if I'm training clients at 6 p.m., then no. But <laughs> I'd be looking too weird. But at home, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but some of them are really cool now, actually. The so blue light screen screens down an hour before bed. Yeah. Goggle, goggles if you if you if yeah. you're uh, if you're yeah. interested. And also, um, uh, so Tim, you know, avoid any any stressful conversations. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, anything like that. Uh, definitely, you know. Um, like I said, you know. Um, just, uh, sorry, I was gonna touch about this before, just real quick, and 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 I didn't. Sorry. Because I think this was important. I just want to bounce back a second. Um, the yeah, you know, the reason why we say all these all of these things, Tim, is it is because it is very very important, right? And it is very important to to make sure we take all all of these actions to guarantee a good night's sleep. Because if you don't, studies are clearly showing that uh, you know that not sleeping enough is correlated with an increase body mass index, so higher weight, decreased leptin. So studies show that actually when you don't sleep enough, it causes leptin. We talked about the circadian hormones the other, the other week, and leptin is, is the hormone that signals the body that you sleep enough food by 15.5%, yeah. whereas mm-hmm. ghrelin, the increase in appetite, so what gives you craving, increases by 14.9%. So sleeping uh, five hours instead of eight, okay, has been shown to to you know to decrease uh, leptin by fifteen point five and increasing ghrelin by fourteen point nine. Yeah, should probably t- touch on that. Uh, you're actually burning a high percentage of fat as well in your sleep, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you're burning sleep. Uh, you're burning fat for sure. You know, and um, studies are showing that they done study. Uh, then again, where they deprive people five, five hours of sleep a night compared to eight, and those, those people ate twice the amount of fat than the people that slept enough, right? Enough hours. And they consumed on average 300 calories more than the people who, who got okay. adequate sleep. So that is a, is a big, you know, big difference, mm-hmm. right? And um, another study here where they deprive people of, of sleep for two hours and again, you know, five, six hours a night. Uh, people had 18% less leptin and 28% increased ghrelin, okay? Uh, they found the people who were sleep deprived had a 24% increase in appetite and also desire for, for sweet foods went up, salty foods and salt, 
is actually uh, a clear sign of adrenal. Okay. So if people stress, you know, mm. they're going to crave salt, mm. right? Okay. And one good night's sleep actually can improve the ability, uh, you know, to learn new motor skills as well. Well, we talked about that earlier on, but 20%. But anyway, we want to get too much off topic. And um, also the, the other thing as well, that uh, study uh, in rats showed that eating late at night, it decreased the, the quality of sleep and increased the insulin resistance. So it decreased insulin resistance by 50%. So that is, that is quite huge, really, right? So anyway, so like we said, you know, in terms of sleep hygiene, so yeah, minimize screens one or two hours before, if possible. Go outside first thing in the morning when you wake up. Okay, that is really, really important as well. Even if it's only five to 10 minutes, go outside, have your coffee outside, you know, get, get, get a lot of exposure. It'll signal the, 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 the boy that is day, all right? Yeah. That, that yeah. is really, really important to set up a good, uh, you know, a good routine. Uh, on the same token, establish a good routine, go and try to go to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time. I know it's not always easy to do, especially if you work shifts. But it is, um, it is a really, really effective way to get enough sleep. Maintain a healthy exercise pattern. So ideally, you want to include a high-intensity exercise earlier in the day. If you can only exercise late at night, easy cardio, a swim, a yoga, some days more relaxing. Yeah. Maybe finish off if you've got Some a meditation. possibility. Yeah. Meditation, a, 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 you know, a swim, a steam, or anything like that, you know, a mm. sauna. Um, yeah, relaxing with a, like a warm bath, anything like that. So avoid heavy meals. And that is very, very important because actually if you are eating a heavy meal late at night, then that might wake you up for different reasons. The body's yeah, the body digestion, to to, yeah, yeah. digestion might wake you up. Uh, if you have something that is really high in sugar, Tim, what might happen is you're then going to have a sugar crush later at night and that might wake you up as well. Because your sugar goes down, and that will generate a spike in cortisol, which then will wake you. Sure. Okay? Sure. Um, what else do we say? So, yeah, maintain a, a, cool, a cool bedroom. So, the other thing, in your bedroom, electronic cells, guys, televisions, anything like that. Uh, if you use a phone for the alarm, if you can, just put it on fly mode. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, 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 telephones yeah. downstairs, anything yeah. like that. I mean, if you have TVs in, in the bedroom or anything like that, just put the switches off when you go to bed. So when I go to the hotel, I, I find the switches for the TV and, and I unplug them. I just. Yeah. How do you find, um, I mean, uh, my, it's different. The first thing I notice when I'm back home, when I go back home and stay at my mom's or wherever, is how dark it is. Like whether you have, even if you don't have curtains where my mom lives, well, you know, you, she's got some curtains like mine, but they let mine let in a lot of light outside of, and obviously we're in a city. So there's a building right next to mine mm, that's got yeah, lights on and stuff it. and they're coming in. My, my mum's place, I can't, you know, I switch the light off to walk to my bedroom and I can't find the bed. Wow. It's, uh, so blackout curtains would be a blackout good idea. Blackout curtains yeah? would be a good idea. In Italy for me, it's great because in Italy we have proper shutters and the closer yeah, that, like in Italy, black. you know, there's, there's a siesta culture. So like come, you know, one, one, two PM, you have, you have a, you have a rest. And even in, in, in the summer when it's really, really bright, the sun is out, it's like 40 mm. degrees, you put the shutters down and it's dark, mm. right? In, in, the, in the UK, like now, like yesterday morning, uh, I, I got up at half four to go to, to, you know, to the bathroom. Man, it was daytime already. 
So you, yeah, you need that, yeah, you know. Exactly. But in co- but then then again, you know what, Tim, is interesting because actually you could argue that if, if, if when you live in places where you actually have a bigger differences in summer and and winds in terms of lights, like my wife is Finnish, so when you go to Finland at Christmas, nine o'clock in the morning, it can be still dark, right? And come to two thirty three p.m. in the afternoon, the sun is down. So actually, you could argue that in the winter you should be sleeping more. You could you try to get those like nine, ten hours, yeah. even twelve, yeah. you know, if schedule allows. But in the summer, you could get away with six hours sleep. Of course, I mean it's it, it, it's almost anthropological as well, well right? That we was evolution, from, uh, right? And when you slept yeah, in a exactly. cave, there's someone down, you know, bang, you <laughs> yeah. you you know, it's true yeah. though. So yeah. you you could argue that that is also true. So if you sleep more in the summer, in, in the winter, sorry, then you might get away less in the. Uh, mm. And on that, on that token, uh, too, uh, Tim, there's also some evidence out there, but I didn't want to speak about it too much because it's a bit, but you could argue that in the summer, the body's better suited for carbohydrates. Okay. Right? It's in, in, in fact, it's a little, a little bit goes, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of intuitive in a way that people would often uh, getting ready for, ready for the beach and they cut the carbs <laughs> in the summer. Really, from an evolutionary point of view, you should be gaining more carbs in, in the summer because back then, remember, that's when the, the, the fruits were ripe and everything and you tried mm. to fatten up for the winter. Yeah. So the, the body, you could argue, is better suited for carbs in the summer mm. and less in, in the winter. And in fact, you find studies that show that people, for example, in the Mediterranean do better with carbohydrates than people in Scandinavia. Okay, yeah. yeah yes? I've seen these studies, yeah. And we yeah. talked about milk a few weeks ago. In fact, on, on, in contrast, people in Scandinavia are better suited with fats than people in the Mediterranean. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe there's something to think about there. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so electronic cell guys, blackout, blackout curtains, so dim the lights down one hour, two hours before going to bed if you can, avoid uh, stressful conversations, <laughs> anything like that, avoid heavy meals. Uh, yeah, get, get, get some uh, early light exposure 15 to 30 minutes uh, before uh you know uh, sorry f- first thing in the morning when you wake up if you can have your coffee or tie go for a little morning walk if if schedule allows really perfect okay perfect mate that's a pretty uh, comprehensive uh, pretty comprehensively covered sleep there mate in relation to health and fitness and fat loss and all the other good stuff yeah, uh, yeah. you got yeah. any any thoughts on what we'll maybe do next week but you know, uh, I was thinking maybe should we should we just make it a little bit of a of a fat loss tips? Uh... Yeah, it's a good it's a good time to be doing that actually because I've um I've lost a chunk of I've done uh, a, you know a what three I, I was going to ask you then because uh, yeah you've been doing a challenge. Uh, how much have we lost? Sorry, I've actually not checked. I'm going to check tomorrow morning. I'm going to do. I've just done three weeks straight, and I'll talk about it next week because I've done it all on feel, like mainly other than tracking my activity and my input calorie input and and protein i've done it all on feel like looking at myself in the mirror thinking of you know you know intuitively and that's something i'm gonna push a lot going forward because i think um people put too much emphasis and it only adds to stress when people you know when you're like oh i've got people you know I've, i've taken fat loss groups in the past for the last year or two you know, and, and monthly taking a, a fat loss club, if you like. Yeah. And on a, on a Tuesday, we'd do a check-in on a Tuesday and it would seriously ruin someone's day if they had gained a hundred grams. 
uh, or, or lost or, or not lost, you know. I've seen it all before, Tim. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly what you uh, I know. So it, I'm, I've actually officially called it quits. I'm not going to run that kind of club anymore. I don't think it's um, healthy, really. Um, and all, on the other end of the scale, is people would be so happy if they'd lost, you know, 200 grams. I'm like, do, you may you know just... what, Tim? <laughs> I, you know, so I've, since we did the, the fast talk, fasting, intermittent fasting talk, and I, I started to, to do that again. So that was about four weeks ago that we spoke about that. And, um, and I've not measured my calories, but I've been doing intermittent fasting since. Because, mm. you know, there's some really good research. And, and yeah. it's not for everybody. No diet is for everybody. And no diet, might, one diet might be okay for you this time of, of your life. It might not be okay next year. Okay, but anyway. Mm. So I've been doing that, Tim. And I started off at 82.2, something like that, kilograms. And the other day, I weighed at 78. <laughs> so I lost okay. about four. Four kilos, yeah. So which is about eight pounds. Um, yeah. And I felt really good with it. And yesterday I went surfing, so we do about two and a half hours. I I had breakfast yesterday morning just because I knew I was gonna surf. I didn't want to eat when I got there because mm. I, I was gonna get straight into the water. So I probably had fasted only thirteen hours yesterday. But I had a bowl of porridge, Tim, and I surfed two and a half hours. I wasn't really hungry after that, and I had a big meal when I came back. Yeah. But for that reason, yeah, I just feel I can really stay many more sorry many more hours without eating. Yeah, I've actually, it, with, this, with this 21 days I've been doing, um, as a bit of a reset, a bit of a, the, the two things I've noticed is it's a bit been good for reminding me what hunger feels like. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm not hungry, but neither am I eating when I don't need to, you know, like yeah. before I was in shit state and I was eating when I didn't need to. But the you other know what, I'm the same, yeah. Yeah, it's, and, which I think is an, an, an intermittent fasting benefit, you know, because... I've not been intermittent fasting. I don't want to put a title on what I've been doing. Um, like usually I've not been eating till midday. That's all I'm saying I'm doing. I'm, I wouldn't call it. I don't want to put a, a name yeah. to it because if I do some mornings, I've had a, a, a bowl of uh, watermelon just to have some uh, something, you know, yeah. just as yeah. a habit of eating. And I put it into the calorie tracker and it comes up at less than less than 100 calories. Yeah. So it's not, you know, Am I intermittent fasting? No, but am I consuming very few calories in the morning? Yeah, that's my that's yeah. the deal. You know, Do you know what? Uh, the other day, actually, um, I was still a little bit hungry, and I thought because I normally try to cap it at eight p.m., but although it's been most days, it's been seven p.m., and then I don't eat until like twelve, twelve thirty p. Uh, you know, lunchtime. But anyway, so the other night, uh, I think it was about coming up to eight p.m. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna have some yogurt. I just I don't know how in my mind I want to have that yogurt, right? I wasn't really hungry, but I had it anyway. And because I've not really been having yoga that much, and not at that time, Tim, two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, must have been, I can't remember. But man, acid, I had to wake up. Really? I thought I thought I was going to throw up. Really? It was like all the acid, it was all digestion that. Do you reckon that's just not being used to consuming at that time? Yeah, it's just yeah. made a big difference. So yeah. I, I think that it's definitely not eating later at night for me has made a big difference in, in yeah losing our weight well sure. that's what we'll go over next week then i think a bunch, of, a bunch of fat loss tips and we'll put it up let's put it up for the next few days and, and the, the run-up that we've, we've got any questions from followers yeah because i guess people questions. listen yeah cool I'll, I'll all right man questions mate. Yeah. guys it's been a pleasure again uh coffee with coaches myself and dave manzano i'll see you later dave yeah cheers tim thanks guys thanks, guys get in touch with any questions for next week ta-da